what you're going to talk about. And that's what we're, what we're going to do in this first segment. I want to talk about the dangers of Catholic amnesia, why studying church history is important, and the goals of this course, and then kind of walk you through the early chronology of when Jesus appeared and why we're breaking this course up into these major periods of the early church, medieval, reformations, and modern, and roughly when those start and end, and roughly what's going on within them, so that we can have a good start. And one of the things that I want you to think about as you begin this course is when you think of church history, what nouns and verbs and images come to mind? Whenever I teach any course on ancient Greek Civ or on the Reformations and everything in between, I always ask my students to start there. When you think of the Crusades, what nouns, verbs, and images come to mind? And then at the end of the course, we revisit those preconceptions so that students have a sense of the distance that they've traveled in a semester or, in our case, a 24-segment survey course on church history. So, the dangers of Catholic amnesia. I want you to think about what it would be like if you woke up this morning and had forgotten your past. You didn't know who you came from. You didn't know who your parents were. You didn't know their story. You didn't know where you went to school. How could you possibly move forward? I mean, literally, if you grabbed the keys to your car, you might not know which is your car, let alone where you work and how to get from your house to where you work. It's a terribly frightening, I think terrifying notion. And so Catholic amnesia, I think, is a disease. If we don't know the past of the church's history, then we can't move forward as fully informed as possible. Now, that doesn't mean we have to be bound by the past, because the United States at one time held slaves doesn't mean that we can't move forward as a culture and progress, and yet slavery has left an indelible imprint of racism in American society. Whether we like that or not, it's true. And so we can't ignore it. Well, the Civil War was a terrible thing and slavery was a terrible thing, but let's just move forward and forget about it. You can't do that because then you won't understand what's going on in your world today. And so there's an old song that some of you might remember that recommends accentuating the positive and eliminating the negative. And I think that that's a really dumb thing to do if you're taking an historical approach. A better approach comes to us from Pope John Paul II. And if you know anything about Pope John Paul II, about a hundred times in his papacy, he asked God for forgiveness. This is sometimes called the papal apologies. They're not quite apologies because how do you apologize to Galileo if he's dead? You're asking God for forgiveness. Nevertheless, what John Paul II said in 1994 was, we can't move forward into the next millennium of Christianity, the third millennium at this point, without understanding where the church has taken a misstep in the past, because by understanding how we've taken a misstep in the past, we won't be able to make that same mistake again. Now, rattling around in the heads of some of you may be this phrase, history repeats itself. And I tell my students, my undergrads all the time, 
that that phrase is not actually true because history can't repeat itself because all historical events take place in a particular time, in a particular place, in a particular context. And yet, I remind my students that what the Greeks and the Romans understood was very important. And that's that human nature doesn't change very much. Human nature continually repeats itself. And so, to use a modern example, Napoleon somehow thinks it's a great idea because he's getting beaten up in Europe to take his army and march it into Russia in the middle of winter. What could go wrong? And then, of course, Hitler does the exact same thing with the exact same result. He's now being attacked on both sides and his army gets destroyed. Napoleon's army and Hitler's army gets destroyed um, in the East. So that's not history repeating itself. That's hubris repeating itself. Hitler may have known the story of Napoleon and said, well, that won't happen to me. And so it's very important.